Hey, listen to Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 19. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan. Today we're going to talk about no net deck Orzov tag teamed for the ages. Timna the Weaver and Ravos? Soul Tender. Before we do any of that, hit our theme song. Hey, Ryan, we're back for another episode. How you doing? Hey, good. What is going down? Not a whole bunch. Hey, wait, wait, wait. wait. Ravos? Ravos? Soltender? Well, that's his name, right? That is mostly his name. Yeah, I just learned what deck we're talking about when I walked into the room today, so give me some slack. Oh, and why did you not know what deck it was? Because you used zero internet at any point in building the deck. This is the non-internet dot deck. The exact opposite of what we talked about last week. Correct. Yes. But before we get into all that, do do your thing there. Yes, we're going to talk about how you can get a hold of us on the social media, on the interwebs, beyond where you're listening to us right now. So we are CCO Podcast on tappedout.net. That's where you'll inevitably be able to see this deck list and any other deck list we talk about. We're also CCO Podcast on the Twitter machine. If you want to tweet at us, follow us there. You can get updates on the show and what we're up to. Commander Cookout Podcast is also available at commandercookout at gmail.com if you want to send us lists and stuff. That's also how you find us on Podomatic, the Google Machine, Google Play, and iTunes if you want to follow us there because we're super sweet in all facets of life. And Commander Society. And Commander Society. And I should mention, Mark, I'll say at Commander Society, but really it's at CommanderCast.com, reached out to us. Big shout out to him. He has a super long standing show, like 259 episodes or whatever. They've gone through a few different hosts and stuff, but uh, good show. Go give them a listen. I'm actually, check it. I should take a picture and post it on Twitter. Wearing my Commander Cast t-shirt. I told him I had one. Is that Cthulhu in a top hat? No, it's it's Rexiel in a top hat, which is kind of the same thing. Okay. It's It's their logo. I like it. It was from like seven years ago. Wow. Yeah. Charity. Child's play. I like it. Legit. Legit indeed. Yep. So, uh, before we get into the show, I think there was a couple of things I wanted to bring in, actually, with some of the, the new spoilers and stuff I've been reading. But anything you want to talk about before I we get into a, that? i got a couple more cleanups, too. First of all, Nick Morin. He was the winner of the Open Flippy.Drinky giveaway that we did last week or the week before as part of the No or part of the Internet arc. Yes. Send us your address. We don't have it yet. You're the winner. Yeah. If you don't win, we're going to open Flippy.Drinky the packs. Yes. And then we're going to save that audio, and then eventually someday we'll release it as a bonus. Yes, there is no other winners. Nick, you are it. If you don't get us your address, commandercookout at gmail.com, we are going to open Flippy your packs and drink them. Yes. That's kind of how it works. That's we don't exactly drink the works. cards, but you know what I mean. Yes, he knows what we're getting at. I got a couple other things. We have got a one Johnny Crass following us on Twitter. Good name. A Steven Zakis. Could be Greek. Another good name. Yeah. And a Mason Tally, Tolly, Paley. Sure. All following us on Twitter. And at E.T. Walter or E.T.W. Alter 75. Anyways, his name is Garrick's Jim. And I like the gym portion. I think that sometime we got to talk about fitness or healthy lifestyle, healthy, healthy living on the cast. I think that's important. What the hell? It's important. Uh, I just want to sit here and eat chips, dude. So does every other Magic player, and that's not <laughs> the best way to do things. I don't just sit and eat chips. We I talk also... about cooking lots. We talk about barbecues. We talk about having fun. Part of having fun is being healthy with your family and friends. It's important. Yeah. Yesterday just... we did fun friend stuff, and we uh, oh, finished your basement. Finished the drywall. Yeah. For sure. And yeah. then barbecued, pulled pork. Yep. It wasn't cooked on the barbecue, but we're going to call it a barbecue because we yeah. ate it on my deck. Yeah. It was delicious. 
Thanks, yeah, it was Rebecca. good. You didn't have the good mustard, though. I don't mind. I, was, I had cheese. Yeah. yeah. Cheese on pulled pork. Turns out it's good. Yep. Tried it for the first time yesterday. Very excellent. Uh, hour of Devastation. You want to talk about Hour? I wanted to talk about Hour, and I specifically wanted to talk about this with you, mm. because I've been noticing this. Because in... we don't talk enough about magic. No, we don't. <laughs> We've never talked about something like this, I don't think. Because I remember back in the day, in the glory days of magic, when we first started playing, Yeah. the storylines were a lot more kind of grand and encompassing, right? Yeah, we've talked about that before yeah. on the podcast. And it flowed there, there through were epics, it, right? It they flowed were... through every set and it all tied back to yeah. this other thing. And then around when was it? I guess Eventide or Morn Morningside? Uh, kind Morningside, yeah. There we go. Riversdale they, just across the river there. <laughs> yeah. They uh started going to a more episodic format. Yeah. And then they put Well, hold the... on, hold on. That that's not 100% accurate because after the after the apocalypse story and then the Odyssey block and Onslaught block, they left Dominaria. Yeah. After they left Dominaria was Kamigawa, then Mirrodin, and then wherever wherever wherever. Ravnica. It, yeah, kind of kind of episodic yeah. as you then, say. Then they went back for Time Spiral, wrapped yeah. everything up on Dominaria. And since then, it's yeah. all been kind of these And then the, the new Phyrexia kind of tied into yeah. old school Mirrodin yeah. and, and returned Karn. to Ravnica as well. Yeah. Um, okay. Now, here's the thing, and this might just be a personal beef that I have. I super love Almond Cat, and I love the flavor of it, and I like the art of it, I like oh, everything yeah. to, to do with it, yep. and it makes me really sad that this great, like, harsh world, survival of the fittest, gods walking among men in the end times kind of world and story... It's just going to end. It's, it's going to be gone forever. Like, in three months, who, who cares yeah. about it? And while it's happening now, it's still focused around dumbass Jace... And Liliana and well, all these Nicol, other... Nicobolas came in and cleaned house. He greased them all. Like we said way back like on episode three, you were like, grease them. And yeah. they all got greased. Are they dead? I don't forever? know if they're dead. Unless they're dead forever, it's It's count. officially been released that they're not going to be like so horny for the Gatewatch every single ep- every episode, episode every single go. set. It's going to be every couple sets or every couple blocks or whatever... They're going to come back, Gatewatch. Or they're going to just spice the characters in here and there without officially being like Gatewatch.story every set. Because it gets rid- and I hate that. I don't yeah. like when it's just this overarching narrative of these characters that I don't even really like that overarc these things that I really do like. I super love Ravnica. I didn't like that they went there and it was all about Jason. Yeah. All- but at the same time, how do you go back to those old school stories like the Weatherlight and Wrath and Invasion without having that overarching story. I guess the overarching story then was a lot more grandiose than it is now with just a couple dudes running around trying to find the chain veil or whatever they're doing. It was a world at war, not five people fighting a dragon. And why didn't any of the other Elder Dragons become Planeswalkers? Uh, I demand Rith and Intet and Vrosh and all those other guys. None of those were Elder Dragons. Were they not? No, the Elder Dragons, the original Elder Dragons, yeah. and the reason that Rith EDH was, a... was called EDH was for the original seven or five dragons that were in Legends. Give not any of the other cards. dragons ever. Just give them Planeswalker cards. All of them. No, then that means more it. Planeswalker cards. Mm. No, it's mm. not, that's not what you want, I promise. Yeah, it probably isn't what I want. But yeah, I just wanted to say that. I wanted to say that out loud, so somebody said it because I'm... Super bummed that the next set we're just going to be gone and away from this super yeah. cool. There were so many possibilities they could have gone down. Even the land is flavorful. Like they had, there's a new land type and stuff. So cool, and they're just going to walk away from it. Yeah, I agree. Bugs you know, me. You know what I think? 
supplemental products should start to introduce that more. Like, okay, give us a commander deck that is based around Amonkhet and Theros and all of the places that we've been. Still introduce all the cool thematic new cards, but give them the flavor of the set that they were from. Yeah. Or, I would like or the lot. set that they're supposed to be a deck for. Yeah. Or if you're going to go back and do a, a core set, like, like or harken your reprints back to those old sets. Like a Wrath of God from Amonkhet would be really cool yeah. if you were going to put it in standard again, which not. But still, I think that would be really neat. Uh, or give us more goddamn plane chase. Yes. Yeah. yeah That's where we can go back to Amonkhet. How cool would that be? There's no Amonkhet planes. Isn't there? Sea um, of Sand? Is that on Amonkhet? I'll bet you Sea of Sand is from Amonkhet. Oh, no way. I didn't even... I bet it is. It is from Rabia? It's Rabia? Crap. It's crap. Yeah, more like crappia. Yeah. <laughs> Amonkhet. Reprint that, Wizards. Yep. Give us more Plane Chase, Sea of Sand, Amonkhet. That's solved. all we got to say about that. Yes, it is. Okay, next time on Commander Cookout Podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, you wish. Uh, there is another thing I wanted to talk about, and I think, again, Ryan will have a probably a different opinion on this than I will. But one of the new Commander sets, general things has been spoiled. I don't know whether it's official or not, but we're going to give him a read just real oh, quick. Oh, yeah, yeah, with, like Commander uh, 2017. Yep, the tribes. Commander 17, Tribal Commander. Apparently one of the tribes is Cat. Yeah. yeah that's, thanks, Wizards. That's yeah, awesome. Everybody's all up in arms, and not up in arms, but all happy that it's Cats, like that matters. Yeah, like, I ugh. wanted John Goblins, and I got Cats. Anyway, here's <laughs> what he... Here, <laughs> yeah, you got Selesnia Cats. Yeah. So here's what he says. He's white, green, three. 5-5, five, five, Cat Avatar, Legendary Creature, Really Badass Art. Eminence, Eminence, at the beginning of combat on your turn, whether he's in play or not, target creature you control gets plus 3, plus 3 until end of turn. The rest of what he says doesn't matter because what I want to talk about is commanders that do things when they're not in play. And I think that that is super broken and they should just stop doing that crap. Because this is a thing, and I'll bet you in this deck, with swapping out one card, you could go turn one, Land. Oh, hold on a second. Not Another target cat you control gets... It's one guy. It's for free. It's so, giant growth for free every turn. It doesn't matter. Giant you, growth for free every turn? It's just... It's a free thing. A Laurel, you get two life. Sure, it's two life. It's two life every turn for nothing. For for nothing. Oh, yeah. A Laurel is good. Free stuff is always broken. That is mostly correct. You could right. ta- You could take... I guess you can't really take this person I guess, and put it you in. You know what? I think, I think an accurate statement is... Free stuff or discounted mana cost is the most powerful thing in the game. Yeah, the whole reason why Mizzix from last episode is so broken or overpowered or powerful or whatever you whatever want to say. Whatever adjective you want to use. Is because all of the spells are basically free. Free. And same, this is, same with Animar, yeah. right? Same thing. Same and with Cascade. This is a deck. Here's what you're going to do. And I'll bet you'll be able to do this out of the box. Turn one, step links. Turn two, fetch land. So your oh, step links your step awesome. links to turn three. Sack your fetch land, get another land. Now your step links is a four, five. Use that thing. Now it's a seven, eight yeah. on turn two. That's okay. On turn two. That's a, that's a, you're swinging for a quarter of somebody's health on turn two, and you haven't played a spell yet. Well, that's not quite you a still quarter. You still haven't paid. Oh, you can still play spells. You can still yeah. play spells. You've played actual giant growth yeah, proper. You, you can swing for ten on or turn two. Or become immense. Oh, no, is it become immense the delve one? What's Either the, way, you tap freaking one, and you That make sounds like bigger. a pretty sweet aggro deck, actually. It, it's very good, but it's just, it's so free. And it just, I, I don't, don't like that. that. I, don't I like, I like that deck. I want to build it. Of course you do. You won't have to because they're going to build it for you. You're going to have Wild and the Cattle and you're going to have Step Links in this deck because they're well, both cats. Wild and the three, Cattle and three Step on turn Links one. are like terrible in Commander though. Are they? They are. When they're six sixes on turn two? Well, if you draw them. What if you draw them yeah. turn ten? 
That's Mr. The, what if you draw Soul Ring on turn 10? You can say that about any card. Yeah, I'm saying it about these ones. <laughs> and I'm sure there'll be other things. And it's just It makes cards that are terrible in EDH not terrible. What do you think? What's wrong with that? You, you know what I... Because it makes the really good ones really good. From a design aspect, I love that this card is white. I get it. Cats are white. They've kind of yeah. designated the cat creature type to white and or green. And this is both, so you get access to both. You get access to all the best pump spells in green if that's the kind of deck you want to build. Yep. Um, but I like how this is white because it gives you a free thing every turn, and that's kind of like virtual card advantage. Right. I don't mind that. I like that over... Okay, so step links turn two. You're attacking, right? Yeah. Over the course of the game, how many hits do you get in without a blocker in the way with step links giving it plus three, plus three? In general, probably two or three. Two or three. That's... Well, if you get three, that's nine plus whatever lands you dropped. So if you don't miss a land drop, if and it's not a fetch land, you get four per turn, maybe three turns. That's sure. 12 damage. I don't mind that. But you got to remember, you're playing against four different people. Three that's different true. People. But you can wipe out somebody. You could wipe somebody out, theoretically, if you drew really well. And one of the cards you drew was like an exploration. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Fast bond. Yep. Get wrecked. Well, not fast, not fast bond. bond. Fast bond in 1v1. It just got unbanned. Fools. Yeah, well, this is getting printed. You're all toast now. Yeah, but it's, it's a thing. I just wanted to mention that. I don't like... Let's play this guy. Fast Bond, Step Links, 97 lands. There you go. That's the combo. <laughs> I don't think that works. No, it's terrible. No. But still, it's just one of those things. I don't I don't dig that. And we usually don't talk about spoilers and stuff on the show, but I just don't I like know, when I they're... think it's a good point. I think the... Um, the things that you can't interact with in Commander are... A, what part of what makes it Commander now... Like yeah. you look at experience counters, you look at things like Aloro or commanders when you cast them like Prosh that get a bigger bonus the more times you have to cast them. Yeah. I think that that is part of what gives commander its identity. And for that reason, I'm okay with this, even if it's very broken. Yeah. I just don't like things that you or can't interact overpowered with. Overpowered or whatever adjective you want to yeah. use. And I was saying this, this isn't as bad as Aloro, but it's still something that could get out of hand. Yeah, you know quick. what? Theoretically. In a vacuum, it looks like it's worse than a Loro. If a Loro gains you two life, this knocks you down three if you're yeah. opponent, if you don't have any blockers, right? right? So this theoretically looks more powerful than a Loro, but it's not. A Loro's in better colors. Yes. And you can combine a Loro with ad nauseum. Yes. Or Necropotence or Hatred or any of those black cards that I love. I just yeah. wanted to talk about I want to mention that. Yeah. I like that guy. I'm so excited because my birthday's in August. I'm going on holidays or it's cruise weekend. I'm having my truck down in Saskatoon. New commander coming out. It's going to be like a whole week full of parties. Yeah, and playing crappy tribal and commander. I yep. bet you they all suck. They're all terrible. Now. No, I bet you it's going to be good. Kay. I love it. I buy it every year. I buy every deck every year. It's yeah. going to be great. I bet you I buy zero of them this year and just buy you the buy singles them I want. Zero of them every year. I bought zero of them every year. No, I bought one of them one time. I bought Mizix. Ha! Oh. Mizix. That's <laughs> yeah, the one that's I bought. It. I bought Mizix. Okay, enough of that. What are we talking about today? Today we're talking about the. Tag Team of the Ages. In Orzov Colors, we got Tymina the Weaver and Ravo Soultender combined to create some kind of monstrosity that I've only briefly looked through and is actually spread out in front of you right now. Yes. Why? Because we don't have it entered into Tapped Out. Why? Because we didn't use the internet. Arc of the Internet, round two. Yep. And not using the internet. Very actually difficult. Explain. I Well, when you build a deck, what's the easiest thing to do? Go on EDF Rec and see what cards go in the commander you want to build. Uh-huh. 
What else could one do? Uh, use gatherer or magiccards.info or tappedout.net. Even if you weren't searching for cards, if you knew 100% of the cards you wanted in the deck, what if you wanted to do, you know, your, your mana cost? Or, or what if you wanted to see how many lands to run per color? Right. It's all laid out for you on deck stats or tapped out or whatever. Yeah. Not that any of that's really difficult if you're an experienced deck builder, and we'll talk about that a little bit, but the searching for cards thing and the play testing thing and the cutting down to 100, the deck is still sitting in front of me at 106 cards. You play With 37 land that I don't want to cut any more land. Yeah. But it's like, man, it was way more difficult than I thought it was going to be. Huh. It was like going back to 1999. <laughs> and you know what else is I only hit the store once to dig through boxes and I didn't actually go out and find too much of what was what I wanted to put in the deck originally. I wanted to put in every black card that had power and toughness, or at least power, greater than or equal to its mana cost. So four fours for four, or right. four fours for three, or for two. Five fives for three. Five fives for three, like Phyrexian Negator. We're hmm. going to talk about those in a sec or yes. in, a, in a while when we get into the creatures more. But I started to realize, and I'll give Ravos a read, he is a... Human Cleric, 2-2 two, two for Black, White, 3, Flying. Other creatures you control get plus 1, plus 1. So he's kind of telling us that he wants us to be aggro. He wants us to attack, right? Mm -hmm. Now, the other thing he does is at the beginning of your upkeep, you may return target creature card from your graveyard to your hand. So if you are attacking and something dies, or if you sacrifice it for a benefit, you can get it back yeah. and play it again. And I started to think, okay, all of these... Four fours for two have very bad abilities, either when they enter the battlefield or when they sit there and can't attack anymore because a four four isn't that big by the end of the game. Right. Right. So I started to move away from that and started to move towards, I guess, what the deck is going to look like. The other commander is Timna, Timna, Timia, Timmy. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. The Weaver, black, white, one, lifelink, human cleric for two two. <laughs> Said that all out of order, but what? at the beginning of your post-combat main phase, you may pay X life, where X is the number of opponents that were dealt damage this turn. If you do, draw X cards, and they both have partner. So Simple. she's kind of a life linker. There's some life matters things in the deck, but more importantly, she's going to get you card advantage, just like Ravos Soul Tender is. Do you just want to jump into the deck? We'll check out the recipe for this uh, beast. Yeah, so when we look at the recipe... We are looking at 34 creatures. Seems like a U deck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like deck. it. I like it 34 lots. 34 creatures. They're ranging in converted mana cost from two all the way up to six. So nothing too crazy because I'm not playing a whole bunch of ramp. Sure. Black and white doesn't have that. A few Wait, mana rocks. Black blah, blah, totally blah, does. Right? I guess it yeah. does. It's got mana doublers. Yeah. I'm playing Cabal Coffers, but that's the only mana doubler I'm playing. Pa. Yeah. Pa. And uh, I guess moving on, instance, eight. They're all removal or card draw. Good call. Yep. And sorceries, 10. They're all removal, card draw, or reanimation. Also good. Or, well, I guess there's a couple couple wraths. Hex. Playing Hex, Hex. in here. Hex we talked about good. Hex a couple weeks ago. Yes, we did. Hex is good. I like Hex. We talked about it with our play group, too. Yes. Everybody was kind of just like, eh, Hex. Yeah, they weren't as interested in the discussion as we were, which yeah. proves their plebness. Dicks. Yeah, a few guys. Yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> Hex. like that card. Enchantments. Two, which is kind of uncommon for a black-white deck, but this is a creature deck, not your typical black-white deck. Sure. Planeswalkers, got three. Plan Soren, Lord of Innistrad. Do we want to read Planeswalkers? Like, are people familiar enough with what the Planeswalkers do? Uh, I'm a bad example of that because I don't know what any of them do. 
Okay, well, Soren, Lord of Innistrad, is black, white, two for a three loyalty Soren. You plus one him to put a plus or a you plus one him to put a one one black vampire creature token with life link onto the battlefield. That's pretty good. That's important because eventually, if he doesn't die because you're protecting him with life linkers, yeah, he can generate you more card advantage than his four mana cost kind of yeah. tells you that he's going to. Uh, his minus two is an emblem that creatures you control get plus one plus one. Right. Okay, I know this guy now. Yeah, and then his minus six. I don't know if you ever get there with this guy. Probably not. But destroy up to three target creatures and or planeswalkers. Return each card put in the graveyard this way from to the battlefield under your control. Very good, but probably yep. not where you're going to go with, yep. with the card. Yep. And then Elspeth Tyrell, Tyrell, Timnarell, <laughs> is a four loyalty, five mana. You gain a life for each creature you control on her plus two. That's pretty good. Yep. Plus two. Her minus two is put three one one white soldier creature tokens onto the battlefield. Three of them. And the three of them, is that worth the five mana if she dies after that? Eh, probably not. And her negative is destroy all permanents except for lands and tokens. So is she a wrath or not? We were talking about this before the show. I say no, because she has to wheel the table and she doesn't get rid of what you're trying to do. You got a right plus now. two her, which is only gain life. Yeah. And then you have to minus her so she, technically she would she would live she'd be at one if unmolested that run yes. of the table right she just doesn't protect herself and unlike something like nev's disc that you have to wait the whole turn for you're not guaranteed that wrath with nev mm. disc with nev's disc you remove nev disc or you lose with elspeth mm. terrell you just kind of have to interact with it a little bit and you can stop her from from removing all your stuff yep and that's why I don't count her. The other Elspeth, and we definitely do count this one, is Elspeth Sun's Champion White White 4 for 4 loyalty Elspeth. When you plus her, you get 3 one ones, so that's great. You minus her to destroy all creatures with 4 power or greater. That's very good. Yeah, so you just you play her, you put her to 1, and you kill everything that's big. Yep. Yep, that's good. Kill her minus 7 is and uh, you get an emblem. Creatures you control get plus 2, plus 2, and have flying. Pretty also good. Also a good emblem. Yes, also very yeah. good. Our emblem is legendary. I don't, uh, I don't no, know. No, they range. exist like in the commands only. You just can't interact with them. Yeah, but you could just get them over and over again. You get a whole yeah, bunch oh, of yeah. Yeah, you get yes. a whole bunch of Soren Markov emblems. Correct. Yeah, you could minus two of them and then you could plus one of them and then you could minus two of them and you get two emblems and all your creature get plus two plus zero. Yeah, forever. Yep, that's good. Yeah. Yep. So three planeswalkers. Card draw. We got nine card draw cards in here. If you don't count the two commanders that both generate card advantage. And then the other things that kind of pseudo-generate you card advantage, like Oketra's Monument, when you cast a creature spell, remember there's 34 of them, Oketra's Monument awesome. says you get a 1-1 white warrior creature token with Vigilant. Yeah, I don't count that as card advantage. That's no, a, it's, it's advantage, but it's, it's not card yeah, advantage. Yeah, it's kind of like a virtual card advantage. It doesn't put a card into your hand, but it, yeah. is, it is helping you improve your board position. Absolutely. Uh, by playing a creature, which is something you already want to do. Exactly. Yeah. And a little ditty that I always struggle to find a place for, but it looks like I might have a place, is Tortured Existence. It's the, one of the two enchantments in the deck. I just want to point out that the card you initially picked up was Sol Ring. And I'm like, you have a hard time finding places for Sol Ring? Oh, get no, out. No, no, no. Just get out. They're, they're stacked in front of me, and, and they're both in the one-drop permanent pile. Right. Sol Ring was just on top of Tortured Existence. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sol Ring is easy to find places for. Uh, tortured Existence, enchantment, black. You pay a black. Choose and discard a creature card. Return a creature card from your graveyard to your hand. Very so good. remember, Ravos, who's the main commander for the deck, says at the beginning of your upkeep, you return a creature from your graveyard to your hand. I could discard something and then get it back next turn. Yeah. 
to get to to revive or regrow something or else. raise dead. That's yes. the black one. To raise dead something else that maybe when I cast it, I want to get it back again. Something like a Shriek Maw or like Skin Render that kills something. Yep. So you could reuse your removal spells. I'm sure we're going to get to this, but are you playing uh, Mark, Markov Gatekeeper? Mm. The vampire that you kick and makes the, your opponent sack a dude? Uh, Malakar, gate, Gatekeeper Malakar. Yes. Are you playing him? I am he's, not, he's but pretty good. I should be. You know what? I don't think I am because he costed black, black, black if you wanted to kick him. Yep. And it was just, it was steep on them. Like on turn three, black, black, black with the budget mana base I'm playing. Is, of course you're playing a budget mana base. You. Play. Yeah, well, I don't just arbitrarily put every single dual land and fetch land and shock land and everything into my deck that I don't actually own. I put cards in a deck that I actually own. Mr. Sir. So do, <laughs> so do I manage minus some of the duels. <laughs> which were jacked from my house. Tragically. Oh, that is a thing. A moment of silence. Moments up. Targeted removal. My notes says lots. Yes, there are lots. Looking through the deck, there there is a ton of, of that. Yep. And I actually found a place for one of the new Amonkhet split cards. Sure. Or what are they called? Aftermath cards. Never to return. And never to return is uh, sorcery, black, black, one, destroy target creature or planeswalker. Very good. Yes, I like destroying planeswalkers. That makes me feel good. F you, Smitty. Yeah. <laughs> and then aftermath is return, black, three, Exile target card from a graveyard to create a 2 2 zombie. For five? Uh, for four. Okay. For that, four. That's I think, I think you play like it when lot. your hand's empty or if you don't have anything else to do, you're yeah. like, oh, I guess I get this. I, it, it, I guess it's a it's a upside on a hero's downfall. Um, hero's downfall is the same thing as never. Except hero's downfall is an instant. This isn't an instant? That's a sorcery. That card sucks. It's n- I don't play think hero's it's as downfall. good. Just play hero's downfall instead. Don't know if I had a hero's downfall. Okay. Well, I do. It's in yeah. a different deck. Okay. Yeah. Well, so. in Plus, fu- I have a for future foil reference. Never to return. Well, it's a page out of your book. That's true. I had to go yeah. with what I knew without using the internet. Yeah. I like it. So I went to my foil box. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I usually start too. Yep. And mass removal. We talked about it. We're playing hex. We're playing two Elspeths. I'm counting both of them. Okay. All right. Let's play. It's we'll your play deck. You can three point five. All right, I like that. we'll split rest. the difference. One of them is Righteous Fury from Portal, or Portal Second Age. I like this one. I like this one, too. Sorcery, white, white, four. Destroy all tapped creatures. For each creature destroyed this way, you gain two life. It's pretty good. So you could either pre-combat, all your dudes are untapped, destroy a bunch of tapped creatures, gain a bunch of life, and then still attack. Not that they could block with their tapped creatures, but... You gain a bunch of life. They're not going to have a bunch of untapped creatures next turn. Yeah, or if you're sandbagging something in your hand, F.U. Joel, yep. and you want to attack, destroy all tapped creatures if your opponents have a bunch, and gain a bunch of life off of your own tapped creatures dying, and then play something else to block. You've gained a bunch of life in a pinch. I bet you that would save you. I'll bet it could, too. Righteous yep. Fury. I like that card. Sometimes you just need an extra four life. And that's a real thing. That's a real thing. Yeah. When you're the last two dudes and you're doing all the math in your head to see if you attack this, that, this, that. Yeah. They play something that could win. Uh, I've got a removal spell. i got Righteous Fury. Yep. Could do that. It matters. Yep. So after that, I guess the actual creatures of the, of the deck, That's the deck is about efficiency. I kept always thinking in my head, efficiency, efficiency, efficiency. And you can't really see it, but I know that a lot of the cards in here, you're going to know what they do. Uh, cards like Pack Rat. Packrat is excellent and very efficient. He's a good EDH card. He's a great standard card, too, I believe. He's a good everything card, and I think like Vampire Nighthawk, which is also in here, right? 
you're going to start to see more pack rats in control decks for commander. So pack rat is a star star for two power and toughness equal number of rats you control. Three, discard a card, put a token into play that's a copy of pack rat. That's important because the token has the ability of pack rat. Correct. It's very important. And what else is important is I'm discarding a card. I could discard one of my other 33 creatures and then just get it back with Ravos next turn. You're not losing anything. So I got a guaranteed pack rat every turn, or if I discarded something big that I want later, yep. I can just get it back later when I play Ravos. Are you playing anything with Madness? I had a couple Madness cards in here, but they ended up making the cut. Or not making the cut. There's the one Madness Gravedigger that you get them for a discount. Like, you get them for two mana or whatever. Right, yeah. Yeah, I know uh, the cards you're talking about. I can't think of the name. He's a zombie. You discard him. Yeah. You pay two or three or whatever, and you get to Gravedig something. Yeah. Look him up. And then there's Call to the Netherworld. Yep. That's which is the... the Raise Dead for zero mana if you discard it. Yep. Very good. Yeah. I'm already Raise Deading with Ravos. Yeah, and there's not really, really a discard theme in the deck. Yeah. Other than Pack Rat and Tortured Existence. Right. I guess all and you the want cards to you've heard cre- about so yeah. far. And you want to chuck creatures for those, I guess, too, right? Yes. So you can get those back. Yeah, exactly. And then we've got things, you know, in the three, four, five drop slot that are just efficient or, or just very powerful things like Mirror Entity. Oh, Mirror Entity is so X good. You pay X and it becomes XX. All or, your sorry, creatures become XX. Creatures you control, all creatures, right? Yeah. Creatures you control have base power and toughness XX and gain all creature types. Yep. Oh, that's, a, that's an exceptionally powerful card. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. And then we've got some little utility dudes. Phyrexian Rager is like a 1-1. One, one, comes into play, yeah. draw a card, lose a life. Pretty good. Phyrexian Gargantuan, which is the 4-4 four, four version of the same, or 4-4 four, four version for 6. Draw 2, lose 2. Also good. Losing 2 sucks if you're going to rebuy it with Ravels a few times, but think of all the cards you're going to draw. Yeah. You and cast there's a, there's them. Even if you cast them there. twice. Four life for four cards. It's pretty good. And either an attacker or a blocker. Ask, ask, ask uh, Necropotence how four cards for four life works out. Or the, what's the one we can't play? Yogmoth's Bargain. Yeah. Oh, I wish that card was unbanned. <laughs> That's like one of my favorite cards ever. You know what card I, I've always wanted to play with, and I totally know why it's banned, but I'm going to say it anyway. Panoptic Mirror. Oh, I love Panoptic yes. Mirror. I love that card, and I know why it's banned, and I know why we can never play it. But, oh, my God, I love that card. Yeah. Oh. A couple other creatures of note or or highlighted kind of types are creatures that kill other creatures. So we've got Abyssal Gatekeeper. When it dies, each player sacks a creature. Right. Now, i got to sacrifice another one, too. But, again, I get them back with Ravos. Correct. We have got Necrotal. When it enters the battlefield, kill something. Yep. Shriek Maw. When it enters the battlefield, kill something. Skin Render, give something minus three, minus three. We've got Massacre Worm. When it enters the battlefield, all other creatures get minus two, minus two. And whenever an opponent's creature dies, they lose two. So there's a bunch of creatures that do that kind of stuff. I asked about Madness earlier. I mean, and I know that not using the internet, you might not have known about this card. Madness, Big Game Hunter? Oh, Big Game Hunter! That's a good one. Dang! That's a good I, one. See, that's what happens when you don't have the internet. You forget. All right, there's a good one. Yes, Big Game yeah. Hunter is a. I think he's, he's like a. a he's I think a, he's a one-one for three, and you can madness him for two or. He's a one-one for five, isn't he? Is you he can madness him for three. Big Game Hunter, yeah, here he is. Is a human rebel assassin. He's a one-one for three. You're right, madness for one. So when you discard this card, you can play it for its madness cost. One black mana. 
And he says, when big game hunter enters the battlefield, destroy target creature with power four or greater. It can't be regenerated. Straight into the deck. Very good. Yeah. yeah. He's super good. And he kills Emrakul in modern. Yeah, that's why he's two dollars. Yep. Yeah, for sure. I wonder what foils were. Probably a bunch. Probably a bunch, yeah. I don't know. He's good in EDH too. The two dollars is American, so it's like forty eight for us in Canada. Oh, at least yeah, that's right. I forgot about the exchange rate. Yeah. So I guess the, the theme of the creatures, just like the theme of the removal, if you want to jump ahead, is efficiency. How do we get the most bang for our buck? Yeah. Even if it's not the most power and toughness bang, like I originally intended the deck to be. I think that this just listening to you talk about it, if you hearken back to our like fourth episode or whatever, we talked about Serac Dragonclaw, where he had a bunch of dudes in there that were just dudes that did something else. Because Serac lets you play, the, he was themed around playing those kind of things. I feel like that's kind of what you're going for too, where you can just recycle your efficient dudes. Like Shriek Maw's okay. Shriek Maw that you can play every turn is really, really good. Um, I don't know, I'm just kind of getting that yeah, kind of feeling. Yeah, Shriek Maw every turn. I like that. Yeah, he's, that's excellent. Yep. Even Abyssal Gatekeeper, Fleshbag Marauder. I don't know if you're playing Fleshbag Marauder, but I think he does uh, the same thing. Fleshbag Marauder, I wasn't because I decided to play the Abyssal Gatekeeper. Right. Fleshbag Marauder is a, what is he? 3 1 4 3, two, I think. Or 3. And he comes in each player's Saxon creature. Yeah. And the the standard line of play with that is you play uh, Fleshbag Marauder, everybody, you, you sacrifice Fleshbag Marauder. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I am playing Innocent Blood, which is sorcery for one. Each player sacks a creature. It's very good. And you know what? I could probably, because the average converted mana cost of this deck, adding it up old-fashioned way, counting mana symbols, dividing by the number of cards. <laughs> right. Wow. Um, the average converted mana cost of the deck is 2.59. Wow. I could probably cut down to 36 land and add a Fleshbag Marauder, because if uh, Innocent Blood is good enough to play as a sorcery, Right. Fleshbag Marauder and something uh, somebody executioner, same card. Yeah, probably good enough to play. Yeah. If you're wondering, you can rebuy reading, them with Ravels. Yeah. If anybody's wondering why aren't they reading all of these cards, I don't know where they are. We're not using the internet, okay? We're not even using the internet to do this <laughs> yeah. deck tech. We're doing it all off of, off of our heads, except for Big Game Hunter, because I wanted to make sure yeah, you got absolutely. that right. Just get your Big Game Hunters, kids. And Sea of Sand. Yes. <laughs> I like that. I like Innocent Blood. And, okay, I guess Removal Suite, it looks pretty good. I mean, looking at things that do multiple things, okay? Hideous End, destroy target creature, and its controller loses two life. Very good. Very good. Yep. Very good to kill that last blocker when somebody's only had a few life. You yep. could kill them. You could save it, or you could kill their last blocker, dig the dagger in with the hideous end, and then attack them for the win. We were talking about it earlier on. Sometimes two life, four life is all the difference. Yep. And there's your there's two of them. Uh, speaking of five life, Reckless Spite is an instant that says black, black, one. Destroy two target non-black creatures. You lose five life. So it gets two things for three mana. That's pretty good. And now, it's why, an instant. And you're playing it over Ashes to Ashes because Ashes to Ashes is a sorcery. Correct. Because Ashes to Ashes removes them from the game. Correct. And I think Ashes to Ashes gets two creatures. Yes. Even if it even if it does get only black creatures, Ashes to Ashes exiles them. Yes. This is an instant. Yes. Uh, makes up for, I guess, uh, what did we say? The Shoot, I just buried it. The split card we just talked about. Being a sorcery. Oh, never to again. Never to return. Never to return. Never to again. Never yeah. to again. It doesn't even make sense. Yeah. Sounds like a James Bond movie title. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and and um, hits two things. I'm playing Vindicate. I'm playing Dismember. I'm playing Unmake just because 
they either cost no colored mana or hit anything you want them to. Just really good, solid, I guess, staple removal spells that yeah. you don't need the internet to just flip through your binder or your box and say, yeah, this has got to go in. Just go to the blue-black yeah. section of your binder or box and like, oh, look, it's all the best removal that I yeah. can Yeah, you know what? On. Based on the, the converted mana cost or the curve of the deck and it laying in front of me, I know some of the creatures are a little bit underpowered because I'm playing them for a specific effect because I can get them multiple times. If I'm playing underpowered in the creature suite, I want to be playing a little bit more powerful in the removal suite. Yes. Up to and including a forgot to read Liliana of the Veil just because I have one. Lily of the Valley. Because they are crazy expensive. You want to bro trade that to me because I have three? I definitely do not. <laughs> bro trade rule breaks down when you're talking about this expensive of a card. Black, black, one. For a three loyalty Liliana, plus one, each player discards a card. I'll just discard a creature. Yep. Minus two, target player sacrifices a creature. That would probably be you. Yep. Take and, that Voltron deck. Yeah, that's it. And minus six, separate all permanents target player controls into two piles. That player sacrifices all permanents in the pile of his or her choice. That's choice of damnations. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that matters because you're no, probably going to want a plus one, minus two, plus one, minus two. Yep. Especially in this deck when, again, I, I keep going back to it, rebuying your creatures with Ravos. Shredding your opponent's hand is more important than doing some kind of super slow, ticky-tack, sack stuff thing. Yeah. So I'm getting a theme here, Ryan. You built a deck totally out of your own head. Yep. And what we ended up with was a deck centered around good stuff and efficiency. Efficiency. Yeah. I think efficiency because I'm not playing things like uh, Sun Titan, for example. Not in here. He'd be very good in that deck. He He'd be would really, be very really good. good in this deck, damn it. He'd Why be amazingly he good in that deck. I'm actually surprised not playing Sun Titan. You know what it was? Uh, I chose my six drops very carefully because not a whole lot of ramp, and um, I wanted to keep the land count low, which is... Uh, 37 kind of isn't 30, low. Yeah, 37 isn't low, but that might mean I cut two of them because I'm still at 106 cards. Yeah, you could and instead of Sun Titan, I opted for Soul of... Ra uh, Soul of Theros, which is the 6-6 six, six Vigilance for 6. Sounds like Sun Titan. Okay. But you can pay 6 to creatures you control, get plus 2, plus 2, and gain first strike and lifelink until end of turn. That's pretty good. Because I can already buy stuff back yeah. with Ravos. That's true. You don't need the... Uh, what's that word we use? Redundancy. Redundancy. Now, yeah. the redundancy would be good. Maybe I cut, because I am playing Grave Titan, maybe I cut Grave Titan and... Add I, Sun Titan and cut a swamp and add a planes. Something like yeah, that. I like Sun Titan more than Grave Titan in this deck. Just me, I would play Sun Titan. I guess, first. you know what, the, the thing that you get back with Sun Titan, um, it can hit 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. It can hit at least 9 things. Sorry, it can hit at least 9 creatures. Yeah. And is any of those 9 creatures better than... Two, two, two zombies. That's the question. I guess situationally, that's situationally. That's yeah. where those efficiency things come in because there are times when absolutely a big game hunter is going to be way better than absolutely. Uh, that's than right. Two zombie tokens thing. is two, two, two zombie tokens better than uh, white of precinct six. That's the guy that gets plus one plus one for each card in opponent's graveyards. Probably, are, honestly, probably. Are, oh. Here, good example is two two twos going to be better than pack rat? No, just a one pack rat. Never, because that one pack rat is a pack rat. Yeah, 
or we talked about him earlier too. Phyrexian Rager draws you a card when he comes back into play. Is that better or worse than two two twos? Hard to say. That's it. Well, no, yeah, I still see. It's yeah. it's it's. I bet you it's closer than you think. I bet you yes. it's not snap. Put Sun Titan in and have it yeah. be a better deck because the creatures are better yeah. than two two twos. I think I just two of them. I think I just like Sun Titan more. Like, I think because because Grave Titan's got six six and he's death and he's got death touch. <laughs> bah. <laughs> Oh, I'll bet you he does quilting too and scrapbooking. Oh, scrapbooking and triggered. I know that's. I'm gonna <laughs> jump out the window. <laughs> um, the rest of the deck, I guess, couple, uh, couple mana rocks. Like, I mean, of course, Soul Ring, Orzhov Signet, Felwar Stone, Commander's Sphere. I love that one because it gets you anything, and you can sack it to draw a card. And everything else is kind of just card draw on burial rights because you can use it twice anything that you can use twice anything that's really efficient cheap reusable uh, i got ally la we talked about this in the grand arbiter episode it's the destroy target enchantment with buyback very good yes instant white one destroy target enchantment buyback three i like that card i like that card too oh yeah it's so boring you're yawning yeah, <laughs> yawning at it sorry guys um so that's the deck and i guess uh, where do we move to now? What are we, what are we doing? You want to do Milk List? Yeah, we're going to go to your favorite part of the milk show, list. which is the Milk List. Yes. We're going to have to find a sweet audio uh, effect for when we say Milk List. It'd be cool. But Milk List kind of sounds dirty, though. Do you got any dirty clips? <laughs> milk List. Oh, and oh, like that's... super deep, sensual voice. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. It's time for the Milk List. Here we go. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Uh, so, here, let's just uh, get right into it. These are the top played cards in the Orzov, meaning black-white, combination of colors. From in each. zero CMC to, what does it go to, 15, 16? 13, this one does. 13, okay. Okay, here we go. Here we go. At zero, Everflowing Chalice. Nope. Sol Ring. Yep. Orzov Signet. Yep. Phyrexian Arena. Nope. Utter End. Yep. Sanguine Bond. Nope. Merciless Eviction. Nope. Tessia Envoy of Ghosts. Nope. Ashen Rider. Nope. In Garrick's Wake. Nope. Stormherd. Nope. Ulamog Infinite Gyre. Nope. It's a Betrays. Nope. Emrakul of the Promised End. Nope. Planes. Yes. There you go. Not including planes. Three milk listers. Wow, that's so you pretty wanna, good. You want to build a spicy deck? Don't use the internet. Yeah. Boof. Use the box. Use your box. Your binder. Yes. Yeah. I thought you were talking about my brain, calling me a box head. <laughs> or a blockhead. Blockhead. <laughs> yeah, what is it, 92? <laughs> <laughs> No. But no, that's, that's pretty good, actually. That, that ended up pretty good. Yeah, turned out very good. Um, yes. Spicy. Is it spicy? Like, should we... It is spicy. I want to go into that just in one quick sec here, but I guess when I eventually did go on edhrec.com to look at how unique or how different my deck was from the average deck, it turns out I wasn't using very many of the same cards at all. Really? From the Ravos... Timna deck together. There's only 90 of them. That's still more than I thought there'd be, honestly. Really? I thought that there were going to be... On the site, I scrolled down till I found it and it said 180. And then I clicked on it. When I clicked into the page, it still showed two of them overlapping. You know how it does? Yep. It said it said uh, 90. Huh. So I don't know what that's about. Hey, EDHREC.com, guys. Figure that out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dean Goody. Let yeah. me know. Yeah. Work it out, Dean. He doesn't. He he's, he writes articles. 
does he listen to podcasts? Yes. He's got his own podcast. Remember does, Commander Time? Oh, right. Does he listen to our podcast? Absolutely he does. He loves it. Right on. Thanks, Dean. I Goody. guess anybody I'm who, sorry listens, I said that, uh, anybody who said listens probably likes it. You don't listen to things you don't like. That's not true. I watch and listen to things I hate all the time. But I work in radio, so... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all the time. It's, oh, that was way funnier than it probably should have been. It's almost like it's my job. Absolutely, oh. when people call when there's controversial news items. Not that we're going to name names. No, nope. no, we're not. Oh, nope. terrible. <laughs> now I'm going to jump out the window. <laughs> you triggered. <laughs> um, spicy calculator. Yes, can we do that without using the internet? We can. Oh, Why? Because baby. I hardballed all the numbers. Wow. I did actually go on EDHREC. That's how I found out there's 90 lists and my uniqueness rating. So I took my, let's call it a 100-card deck. Sure. Minus the two commanders. Okay. Minus the 37 land. Okay. And then minus the matches in my deck and EDHREC.com's deck. Okay. Gave me a number of 41 unique cards in my deck. Dang. That is lots. That is exactly what we're talking about yes. on the show. You don't use the internet. You go, you go and dig through boxes at your store in between rounds. You ask your buddies. Like, if I hadn't talked to you... Yep. Uh, big game hunter, not not in the deck, yep. right? Or I would have had to organically find him through playing because I would never go out and just search for more cards for this deck because it goes against the spirit of what this deck is. Yeah. So 41, that's excellent. There's 90 lists, 2.59 converted mana cost we already talked about. It's very good. Which is very low. Yeah. About a point lower than... Than like, average. Uh, like a converted yeah. mana cost. That's real lower deck mana than, cost. Yeah. yeah that's, that's low. Real deck in air quotes, I guess. Critical turn. I don't think the deck's very fast because it actually has to rely on attacking with just regular creatures, removing the opponent's blockers with regular uh, removal spells. So be kind of like Marchesa, where it just plays those. Yeah. Just plays dude, grinds them out with dudes. Grindy. Yeah. Not really my style of deck, but I'll I'll play it. Yeah. Yep. And game size because it's grindy because it's got some. Probably what are going to end up being underpowered creatures after you get their enter the battlefield effect. Uh, I said no more than four people in a game. So standard commander pod, you and three other people. That's fair. Yeah. So you crunch all the numbers. Zero tutors. Nice. Number 59.77 spicy. That's super impressive. That's pretty spicy. Compare that to last week. and Oh, yeah. Here, let me flip back a page. <laughs> um Oh, it's so not spicy. I scratched it out. 16.9. <laughs> wow. And that's because I added five cards just to prove a point. And I think that was the only reason that that deck oh, was spicy yeah. at all. It, it would have been 11.9 Yeah, had you not added those cards. Yeah. That's... Which is, I think, what did we say the lowest possible spicy you could get was 10? Yeah. 10.0? Yeah. And you made an 11.9 last week? Right on. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> I Thanks, made Internet. one that is, I guess, like, Five times is yeah. spicy. So two guys who have been building EDH decks about the same amount of time. One guy uses the whole internet, comes up with the least spiciest thing you can possibly come up with in the entire world, a broken piece of trash that everybody hates. <laughs> and yeah. you have somebody who just builds out of a box and a binder and searches through things. I bet you had a lot more fun building this deck than I had building mine, too. I did. You know what? It was far more challenging than I thought. I thought that I... I guess it's getting put on the spot, right? When yeah. just in regular discussion, you can come up with any number of cards and just talk banter back and forth. But when it comes crunch time, you got to put a card in or cut a card. Mm. It's like, 
oh, you can't do it. It's like trying to remember cards on the cast. You can right. never do it. Yeah. <laughs> when we're not we're pulling back the curtain a little bit, when we're sitting here, John, before we actually start casting, we know every card that we're talking about. We know every card and every... We are the smartest guys yeah. in the world until you hit record. Yeah. And then <laughs> as soon as they hit record, it's just gone. Was, yeah. We're talking. We're so damn excited to be here. We just forget everything that we we're going to say and we sound like idiots. Yep. So we appreciate you guys hanging in there with us. Absolutely. Um, I guess the last thing, because there's six cards extra in here, and after I laid it out again and after we talked about it a little bit, right. I'm seeing a couple things that could be cut. I'm looking at probably cutting at least one planes. Okay. I'm looking at cutting, I've got a Loxodon Warhammer in here, which is a uh, plus three, plus zero lifelink and trample, trample. equipment. It makes her a little efficient, guys, a little better, but it's it it whatever. does. It might be important to have that something like that in there. If I'm cutting that, I would cut probably a Johnny's Pride Mate, which gets a plus one plus one every time you gain a life. I would keep him. And there's also a Blood Bond Vampire. Same thing, except it's a three three for four. It's just a little bit bigger. I would cut him before I cut cut the Pride Mate. The Pride Mate does cost less. That's for sure. So that, that could be three or four there. I'm looking at a Sarah Angel as well. Just because when you're looking or talking about efficiency, Vigilance, Flying, 4-4 four, four for 5. It's pretty good. Pretty good. But no ETB ability and kind of just a... Bleh. I think in this era's EDH, I think that Sarah Angel is just woefully underpowered. Woefully underpowered. You woefully know what she could be for the same mana cost is Baneslayer Angel. Yeah. Bane Slayer Angel's currently hanging out in a different Orzov deck, actually. Yeah. Just but like even just say the name. Bane Slayer Angel. Bane Slayer Angel. That it's she's just better. Yeah. She's so much better. She's like the benchmark five casting cost creature. Not yeah. maybe not the benchmark, but you, she's you know right what? up there. She's right up there. Yeah. Uh listeners, how about listener write in? Yep. Best five drop uh creature in commander. Yeah, good one. Best Orzov white or black five casting cost creature yeah yep send it, it in ooh 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 interesting thing update from last show when i asked about that weird country and i didn't know where it was oh uh, buddy, wait a second isn't this going to be the con- contest no this is this, this is, is a side nobody's contest nobody's ever going to get it yeah nobody's ever going to okay. get that cuz i said the name so badly but buddy ryan that i work with not you other ryan yeah uh it's turkey also nice hair ryan yeah it's it's turkey said in the way that people from Turkey say Turkey. Was it Turkey? Yeah. Was it not? Uh, or Czech? That was Turkey. I'm no, sure it was Turkey. I'm sure it wasn't Turkey. Ah, oh, damn. See, I don't even know where it is. I'm going to give myself a foil card. Was it Romania? No. No, I'm sure it was Turkey. It was somewhere in Eastern Europe. Yeah, it was an Eastern European country. Said like kind of like how Germany is Deutschland and Japan is Nihon. It, it's like that. Japan is Nihon? Yep. No way. Yeah, live and learn. Well, there you go. Yeah, we're worldly here. What is Canada in Canada. Canadian? Canada. 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 I was trying to say it Canadian. Canada? <laughs> I don't know how you I don't even know how our accents work. Canada. Canada. <laughs> Canada. It just forced H's into there. Yeah, the worst. It doesn't work like that. We're terrible. Anyways, anyways. Sorry. Anyways, last thing of the day. Card, Card of the, of the week. Week. Week, 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 week. Null Profusion. Ooh, so this is neat. a color-shifted card originally from Tempest. Okay. What's and it color-shifted from? It is color-shifted from green, Okay, and it was called Recycle. Excellent. Now 
It's black, black, four for an enchantment. Skip your draw step. Whenever you play a card, draw a card. And your maximum hand size is two. So it costs six. And remember, the converted mana cost of the deck under three. So you're going to dump your hand relatively quickly. Even if you've got another six drop in your hand, make that be your last card. This being in your hand, you skip your draw step. But remember, Ravos gives you a card in your hand from your graveyard each turn. Yeah. Right? You play that and draw a card. So you still draw every turn based on when you play your Ravos card that you got back from your graveyard. Neat. And the way that you leverage that, because there's not really very many or any sacrifice effects in the deck, is attack aggressively. Aggressive, aggressive, aggressive. Throw everybody at the opponent so you always have a creature that needs to be blocked that you can always get back. That's how you play aggro in Orzhov. Yes. You With could this all, deck. <laughs> could you use a um, Thought Vessel to just counteract the downside of that card? Is Thought Vessel the one yeah, you... Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You could. That'd be neat. Yeah. I don't know if you're playing Thought Vessel, but... I, I, w- I was... With null perfusion, but I, I cut it because, again, the converted mana cost of the deck's very low. Yeah. I didn't need the extra mana rock, and it does only give you colorless. Yeah. You don't need the uh, the unlimited hand size unless null perfusion is out as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cool, cool null perfusion. I like that card. That's a very good card. We would tell you how much it costs and all that other kind of stuff, but we're not using the internet for this. Well, here's the thing. thing. So I, got a, I got a little bit of a habit when I buy cards in Perfect Fits to keep the price tags on them. <laughs> and... I don't think that the null perfusion I have here because it's foil came in the price tag that, or the sleeve that is on it right now. It says a dollar. I'll bet it's a dollar. But right next to it is an Elspeth, and that also has a dollar price tag on it. So that's why I think it's not accurate. <laughs> I, st- I think null perfusion would probably be a buck. Nobody plays that card. Probably. Yeah. If you play that card, let us know. Hook us up on Twitter at uh, CCO Podcast on Twitter. Yep. Let us know if you play null perfusion. Absolutely. And, and why do you play null perfusion? So I guess that's our second episode in our arc of the internet. We've done all internet, no internet. What are we going to do next week, Ryan? We are going to do special use internet. I don't have a name for it, but I'm doing like jazz hands. Yes, I like the jazz jazz hands internet. We're going to talk about that next week when we're talking about, what's it called? Reki? Reki of Kamigawa. He's that a, guy. He's a green guy. He's small. He draws you cards. We're going to talk about that next week. It's We're going to be so neat. excited, you can tell. <laughs> yeah, actually, the deck is actually, um, it's better than it sounds and looks. I think the deck's fine, yeah. The deck sure. is fun. And when we talk about it, you're going to see why. It's actually already up on Tapped Out, so check that out. Yep. And you're going to go, why are they even talking about this crap? But it's going to make all sorts of sense on the next Commander Cookout podcast. Hit our theme song. <laughs>